Hey, this is Matthew's Table podcast channel. We wanted to thank you for joining us today. Hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and reminds you of who you are, but more importantly, whose you are. Up and running. Give just a second, see if uh, anybody tunes in with us. Hey, we have a favor. If anybody that is tuning in with us would be willing for me to try something, um, we would really appreciate it. So on, on the live, uh, if you're, you're joining us, it says that I could add you on the screen and you can join in on Table Talk. So if anybody would be willing to do that, just uh, just raise your hand here on the comments. I'm going to see if it works. You'll notice that uh, Nick's not with us this morning. Um, he's home with uh, kids under the weather, so he that's his priority, take care of his family. So um, he won't be with me this morning. But, uh, if again, if you're on here and you would be willing to bring you on live to table talk, huh? Be bold. Uh, tell me now. Do you guys see anybody? I just see who's on. I don't see. I don't know if I see where the option is. It is for somebody watching, I guess. Yeah, if they're watching. Because it says OJ is watching. Bring them name? on camera. I'm on here. You are? Yeah. yeah. See, it won't tell me you are. It shows that the number went up as far as who is uh, tuning in, but anyways, until that happens, uh, we'll just go ahead and get started. Uh, welcome to uh, another episode of Table Talk. Thank you for tuning in today and joining us. Uh, we're talking about uh, being bold. Last week's sermon was um, the first part of two sermons that we're going to talk about uh, in regards to being bold. Uh, I covered being bold in our walk and uh, Nick's going to cover being bold in our talk this coming Sunday. So just kind of review on, on that sermon is we just kind of focused in on how 
the way we live our lives, um, being bold and um, making um, God a priority in, in all the things that we do and uh, really demonstrates and distinguishes us and separates us being different from the world that if we obey God, people see the value in um, the fruits of that, you know, the, the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, uh, and faithfulness. And, um, and so, um, you know, being bold in our walk really comes down to how willing we are to obey the things that God has told us to obey, right? So um, uh, this coming week, he's going to do being bold in uh, our talk. So I'm really excited about that. I hope you guys will join us this Sunday. If you're not able to, you can always tune in on Facebook Live or catch it on uh, our YouTube channel a day or so after, right? So uh, something else different that uh, I want to do this morning is, by the way, be praying for Nick and the family, please. Um, but something else that I want to uh, do different this morning is uh, I want to talk about in the past we have done uh, the Servant of the Week. Like we want to highlight those individuals who sacrificially uh, serve at the church. Many of them behind the scenes that you guys don't even recognize are doing things and, and we'll continue to do that but with um, God making it very clear that this year Matthew's table is going to be bold. We're going to be bold in our walk. We're going to be bold in our talk. Um, we want to and the scripture says the righteous are bold as a lion. It's not that they will be or that they might be or that they'll put some thought to it or maybe pray about it for six months, but they, that they are. And so uh, each week we want to uh, highlight somebody who has been bold from our church, in our community, in their workplace, in their home, wherever it might be, uh, that testifies to us because they've been bold, um, this happened or, um, you know, just whatever, right? Like they were being bold. And as a result of that, uh, they may have experienced something positive or they may have experienced something negative. And this week, we're, uh, we're going to call them the Lion of the Week, right? We're going to have a tribe of lions by the end of the year who's been bold all year long. And as a result, more people are coming to Christ or more people are making God a priority in their lives. And so this week, um, with his permission... We're doing uh, the Lion of the Week is Josh Hagen. Josh goes to church with us. Josh works in the community um, in a uh, secular uh, program that's an excellent, awesome program, helps a lot of people. Uh, but Josh, who is passionate about seeing men uh, in recovery, come to know Jesus, found himself in a place. Nick's going to talk about this a little bit more this Sunday. Uh, Josh found himself in a place where his conviction wasn't lining up with um, their instruction. And so uh, Josh was faced to make a huge decision because he had been asked to not share Jesus um, so boldly or so openly. And uh, because of that, they had uh, told him that he wasn't going to be able to continue being so open about his faith in Jesus. 
uh, Josh was uh, faced with a dilemma, a decision to make that although he loved helping people, he knew that he could no longer do it without sharing um, Christ and um, just helping men know who Jesus was. So he is, uh, at this point, from what I understand, he is in consideration of leaving his job if he hasn't done it already. I know that was his plan. And so uh, that's a bold move, right? Like to realize that um, based on your conviction that Christ is the solution in a place where so many people desperately need to hear about Jesus, but you can't share Jesus because it's funded by state and government, government uh, organizations. Um, and, and to be asked to not do that anymore, like you, you gotta make a decision, right? And there's a lot of good Christians in these arenas that we have throughout our communities that are able to do that in different ways but for some people sometimes it's just uh it's a situation where you know if you're going to do it you want to do it in a place where you can be bold about your faith and and jesus right and so uh man he has led by example by uh, making a life-changing decision, trusting God to provide by leaving the place that he is employed at so that he can uh, be more bold, right? So uh, Josh Hagan, if you guys see him, encourage him, man, because I'm telling you, I've been in that spot. I talked about it last Sunday. It's a tough spot to be in. There's all kinds of fear and the enemy attacks you and you don't know for sure if you're making the right decision. And uh, so encourage him, lift him up, uh, shoot him a message, let him know that you appreciate him being bold, right? So, uh, so throughout the year, moving forward, we're going to have Servants of the Week, and, 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 but we're also going to have Lions of the Week, right? So we're looking forward to you guys being bold, sharing with us your, bold, uh, your boldness, and us being able to share with others what you were able to do, okay? So uh, just some upcoming events real quick. Uh, tonight is Truth and Grace. Uh, I, I want to talk a little more about that than what we normally do, just because um, tonight, we this month in uh, in February, uh, you know Valentine's Day, the month of love, we've been talking about uh, you know what love is and uh, in, in regards to how God defines that, and so we've been walking through the different kinds of biblical love. But tonight, uh, we're going to talk about uh, controversial. Um, kind of biblical love, um, being sex, sexuality, all these things. Um, it's, it's what is referred to as eros. Um, and, and so I want to walk us through what the Bible says about it because uh, I'm afraid that the world has had too much to say about it and it's been corrupted and, dis and distorted and uh, many of us um, don't see sex the way God would want us to see sex, right? So uh, obviously it will be controversial. It will be, uh, it won't be graphic. It won't be, it'll be PG. Um, um, so with that being said, I would encourage you to consider your youth or your kids coming because they need to hear what God says about sex because they, they, listen, if you don't think they're hearing about sex every day, you are greatly deceived they're hearing about sex in the wrong way every day, right? And so, um, I'm, you know, I'll share tonight. I, no one taught me what sex was meant for and what it was supposed to be when I was young, and that caused me a lot of problems. So, 
Uh, why the church don't talk about this more, I'm not sure, but uh, we, we got to be bold about what God says it, it's for. So we want to invite you to Truth and Grace tonight at 6 o'clock. Uh, come disagree with me, ask questions, do whatever you want to do as far as I'm concerned. But I'm going to share with you what God would say about it and what God's design is for it. So we'd love for you guys to come out. Uh, as always, we'll have youth tonight at 6. Um, and this coming Saturday, I think at 9 a.m., we're having our men's breakfast. So it's our monthly fellowship for men in the church to get to know one another, to, um, to break bread together. Uh, typically, we'll have a, a short teaching or testimony just from one of our men in the church usually. Uh, so we'd love for uh, if wives, if you're watching, let your husbands know, fiancés know that uh, we are getting together um, this Saturday to fellowship and um, be the men God called us to be, right? So um, also this coming Saturday, uh, or no, not this Saturday, but next Saturday will be our show love um, concession stand. Um, if that's something that you're interested in or you'd like to help serve, get with um, Nick. He'd love to point you in the right direction. Um, we need food for the food pantry. I was in there the other day and there was a lot of food. Uh, I, I guess they got hit pretty hard this month. So we need any, type, any kind of food that you guys would be willing to donate so we can fill that back up and make sure that we feed anybody that needs to be fed the second Saturday in March. Um, other than that, that should be, you know, Baptism Sunday won't be this week, but next. I know that we have at least one. So anybody that's feeling led by God to uh, publicly profess Christ as their Lord and Savior and obey him in the sacrament of baptism, um, get with me and we can talk about um, we can talk about that huge day for you. No, actually there's a there's two of them because I think Jessica is baptizing someone as well. So, yeah. So, uh, we're going to celebrate baptism the first Sunday in March. We're excited about that. Hope you join us, right? All right. So, let me pull up the page again and see if there's any comments or anybody on there. No. There's a few. Brandy's watching. Brandy Young, can I bring you on camera? Will you be the, the guinea pig for this episode of Table Talk? Let me know. Yeah, did you see it pull up? Mm -hmm. I don't know what makes it pull up. Though. Yeah, it pulls up, but then... Not on everybody, though. Yeah, not on everybody. Not on everybody, yeah. They break bread. So I'm going to try it. I'm not even going to wait for permission. Yeah. I'm going to be bold. Yeah, that's going to be me. Wait, I had to send an invite, so... Um, Man, I'm crazy with the food. Yeah. Just... All right, Brandy, I sent you an invite. You don't have to stay on here. I just want to see how it works. I wonder if I can move it. We're being bold. Brandy's going to be bold because she don't... What's she say? She's looking crazy. Well, there's only 11 people on here. Yeah, there's only 11 people on with us today, so you don't have to worry about too much. They probably look crazy, too. Mm -hmm. Putting uh, filters of themselves on... Uh, Where's the invite? Send invite. All right, I've sent it to you. Nah. Is it coming up? 
give us just a second and see if she'll she'll come up. I don't know. I've sent her a invi an invite and We know AJ or OJ is definitely looking crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys can help her with that. I'll I'll go ahead and get started. So uh, so here's what's on the menu uh, this morning. Just because we're walking through this, being bold as lions, I wanted to talk about how we would define uh, being bold, and uh, because that's that's honestly like a really good question, right? Like we don't want to limit it to. Um, you know, you have to go out in the streets and knock on doors and do all of those things. Uh, I kind of talked about it this past Sunday that, man, being bold can give up, can be just giving up something that you know uh, that God has um, wanted you to give up. Um, being bold could just be committing to pray for somebody that you love and that you worry about. Uh, being bold uh, could be um, being committed to um, serving at the church or uh, being consistent in, in coming to church, right? Those could be ways of being bold. Um, uh, however, thankfully, uh, because we have the word of God, we can look at how the early church uh, was being bold. And, and they were, to an extent, being far more radical than, than what we are today right in this american christianity culture but um but like you know sunday i talked about man just in the society that we live in things are not getting better they're getting exponentially worse and we can continue to add programs and do different things to be helpful but at the end of the day it's a hard issue like if they don't come to know jesus then there's not going to be anything that long-term changes, right? Because Jesus Christ is the solution. Uh, so we need to be more bold as the church. The church has the solution. And so that can be done in a lot of different ways. Um, one is just being mindful of the situation that we live in and being responsible for trying to make a difference simply by sharing, um, you know, Christ with, with anybody. Um, hold on. It says that Brandy Young should be in your notifications. Well, I don't know where that's at. I just said that. Oh, oh, my bad. All right, my bad. Anyways, we're going to get this worked out because we want to be able to bring people in and talk to uh, people as we're doing the live, right? All right, so back to, uh, so what does it mean to be bold? I think it just means that you obey God in the things that the word clearly says that we should be doing. So here's three practical ways that every one of us could be more bold in our faith, okay? So one is kind of what I've already hit on, is just obey God's word. So as you're reading the scriptures and you're seeing the things that God would have us do, we should then carry those things out, right? Like if He, if we should be praying, we should be reading the word, we should be fellowshipping with other people, we should be willing to share what uh, the difference. So uh, check this out. I was... Um, I was at the jail yesterday. I went out and, and saw a guy, and uh, a, a guy gets released, 
And so while I'm waiting for the inmate to be uh, brought out to me so that I could uh, uh, meet, meet with him, I notice this guy, our eyes meet, and he recognizes that I'm on my phone. Well, when you get released from jail, a lot of times you don't have, you know, you don't know when you're getting released and all those things. And you're, you're just, you know, you're, you're worried about letting your family know that, um, you'll need a ride or where you're going or what your plan is. So he approaches me and he asks if he can call his sister and let his sister know that he'd been released. And I remember I was thinking to myself, man, this is my chance. You know, I get to be bold. Uh, he was not interested in hearing anything from me. It was obvious other than, yes, you can use my phone. So I went ahead and let him call his sister and stuff. When he gets off the phone, I said, you know, where, where are you headed? And he tells me he's going to a recovery program. And I said, well, man, I, I, just, want, I just, just want you to know I'm praying for you and I hope it all works out. And he said, well, look, I appreciate it. He walks off and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, man, why didn't I say more? Like he's in a similar situation I've been in in my life. Why didn't I tell him? He's heading right back into the world and, and, and I'm assuming probably going to make the same decisions he'd done that got him there. And so I start rehearsing this conversation in my mind of things that I should have said to him and I would have said to him and, uh, and kind of just praying like, God, if you give me another opportunity, as soon as I did that, he, he shows up in the doorway and he says, uh, Hey man, are you from Owensboro? And like, he was just wanting to talk to somebody. We start talking and everything that I had re rehearsed in my head just shot out of my mouth about how I got out of prison in 2006 and uh, I was trying to figure out the things that I was going to do or not do so that I could just not come back to jail. And I, what I found out was that Jesus Christ was the solution. And now I'm a pastor at a church and like we just got, had this awesome conversation. And, and I don't know that it changed anything, but I guarantee I planted a seed for him to think about so that when he ends up in a situation in the future that uh, he could recognize, hey, this ain't going to go the way, it, this could lead me back to where I come from. I, I just pray that, that our conversation comes to his mind. And that gives him a chance to say, man, I might look into what this dude, weird dude was talking about, right? But like, so just obeying God's word, like being faithful to what God would have us do um, and trusting him to provide in, in all things. And, and so I say that because when we first initially talked, I was thinking to myself, why didn't I say more? Like, it was weird. And then I thought, well, maybe it's because I, I was... I was scared to say the wrong thing or that he wasn't going to be interested. And then God immediately provided everything that I needed to say. And so I, I obeyed him and I said exactly what he told me to say. So that that's just being bold, being mindful and being intentional to obey God and what he tells you to do, right? The second one is realize that God has saved you, not so that you could sit on the sideline or be a fan in the stands, but so that you could get into the game and play a part, and your part lies within the heart. So typically when God re rescues and redeems someone, there's something really, really important or special to you that's in your heart. So maybe there's been something that's 
um, that you've wrestled with all your life and you know the, the pain that it brings somebody. So you don't have to be the public speaker for it. You don't have to be the person that uh, you know, steps out in faith to start something, but you could find something somewhere typically within your church or in the community where you just play a part in it. You say, hey, I just like to come and, and hand out the bottle waters. You know what I mean? But what I know is that God saves you to use you and to not, to not be used is forfeiting all the benefits from salvation. It, it's almost like, uh, you're drowning in the ocean and a boat shows up and throws you the, um, the lifesaver and you, you refuse to use it because you don't want to be obligated to, to, to be appreciative or, or helpful to the people that saved you, right? Like, you got to get into the game. One of the greatest misconceptions in Christianity is that I hope that my pastors or the leadership will do everything that I'm seeing needs to be done when instead God has saved you possibly to use you in, in some specific area, right? So, it, so God, uh, you play your part with what's most important in your heart because God needs all of us, right? The third thing is the big thing is that typically we all kind of hesitate about being boldness. And I talked about this Sunday as well, just fear of rejection or, or fear of not being accepted or fear of being looked at as being that Jesus freak, that Bible thumper, etc. And uh, And so what we find in the scriptures again is Acts chapter four. It's the same passage I preached out of this weekend, but just a little bit further down. Because the council lets them go. He, the, uh, the, the, the authorities said, just get rid of Peter and John. Tell them they can't speak anymore about it. And, and let them go and go on about their business. And hopefully they'll just go away. That was kind of the thinking, right? And so they, they go back to their people, the church. And this is what we find in Acts chapter 4, verses 29 through 31. And now... Lord, consider their threats and grant that your servants may speak your word with all boldness. While you stretch out your hand for healing and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Now, that was a prayer. When they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God boldly. So what I think the church is failing to do in regards to being bold or having boldness is that they pray for it, that we begin to ask God to help us be bold because he understands why we might not, right? That's why he there's uh, all of the accounts uh, where he says, you know, don't be afraid, do not fear, fear not over and over again is because he knows that we will. And he always follows up, don't be afraid or don't be discouraged for the Lord will be with you is what the scriptures say over and over again. So God is going to be with us and he's going to give us the words we need to say. He's just call, He's just asking you to be willing to do it, right? And so I think we start with just uh, praying for boldness. That should be a part of our prayer life. Lord, help me be bold tomorrow. Help me do something that makes a difference in someone's life, no matter how little or how big 
it might be. And and so uh, and at our prayer night last month, um, we we kind of initiated this whole being bold this year by praying that Matthew's table would be bold, that the church in general would become more bold. And we had everybody write down their big bold prayers. And we did that so that we would begin we would be in mindful that we need to be praying and intentional about praying with somebody with and for somebody so that they could experience Christ in a similar way that we have, right? Because Jesus is the solution. And so uh, some of you need to know that you've already been prayed for just a month ago at the prayer night. Like we've already prayed that Matthew's table would be bold and God answers prayers. He hears our prayers and he answers our prayers. You just need to start praying the same prayer and become willing to do the same thing that God would have you do, right? And so I think those are the three quick practical ways is that we obey God, we realize God saved us for a reason, and we begin to ask God the way that the, the, the same way the disciples did, the early church, where they we pray for boldness. We start asking God to make us more bold. So... Uh, so I, a personal question to kind of end our time this morning is all of us struggle with the what ifs, right? Like, well, I would be more bold, but what if? What if they don't receive what I have to say? What if it causes me uh, to be mocked or made fun of? What if, what if all these things happen? What if I offend somebody? And uh, the question that, that I want to ask is what if God or that we continue to ask before I get to that. What if God doesn't do this or provide that, but the Bible teaches that he goes before us and the reason we aren't to be afraid or discouraged so the better so so that so that we would be willing to do those things. So the better question is what if God answered your prayer? What if people responded to what you said or did? Like, what if people come to know Jesus because you were willing to not be scared or not worry about what others think of you, right? What if God, what if you did what God told you to do? Here's what I know to be true. Because if the church overall, the whole church, Christians in general, would begin to become bold and be more bold about their faith, the statistics that I shared on Sunday mornings in regards to child abuse, suicide, uh, single family homes, abortion, uh, rape, um, substance abuse, uh, addiction, all those things would begin to go down. And it's why we've got to take responsibility because we have the solution, right? God saved us to use us. So we just want to encourage you to be bold and look forward to hearing about the stories that you're going to share about us. I've already seen a few people, and you all know who you are, uh, just like getting on social media and asking people what they can pray for uh, or sharing scripture or talking about Jesus. And man, it's been encouraging to me, and it's caused me to start like being more mindful every day in every uh, conversation that I'm having or in everything that I'm doing, I'm just kind of pushing Jesus to the front and all of those things. Uh, so where we've encouraged you and you guys are doing it, it's encouraging us to be more bold. And we want to hear more stories. We want more lions of the week who 
chose to be bold about Christ and made tough decisions um, in light of uh, rejection or consequences, whatever it might be, and we want to share them every Wednesday. So I hope that's been helpful. I hope uh, I missed Nick being with me because he would have a ton of wisdom on doing uh, or being bold and, and, and have a lot to say about the same thing. But just know that, man, we are excited about 2022. We are confident because we've already prayed for the boldness to take place, that there's going to be a lot of testimonies of individuals in Owensboro who were affected because you made a decision to be bold. So just remember tonight, um, six o'clock, Truth and Grace. We invite anybody and everybody that wants to come on out. Um, also be bold this week. Um, maybe just invite somebody to church. You know, the statistics are discouraging when you consider that a large majority of individuals won't come to church because nobody asked them to. And so maybe that's you being bold. You just said, you know, that your, your, uh, your neighbor, your coworker, you're working right alongside, hey man, I just feel like I'm supposed to ask you to come to church. Just know that you'd be, you could sit with me. We would love to have you. Um, if that's something you'd be interested in, here's the times. And just let the Lord do what he's going to do with it, right? All we got to be is the vessel and the instruments to, in, to, to send out that invitation. So um, I hope that's been helpful. I thank you guys for tuning in with us. Uh, every Wednesday between 10 and 11, we'll be here doing um, uh, table talk. Uh, so come out tonight. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for joining us today. A special thanks to those who sow into this ministry. If you'd like to partner with us financially, text all one word, Matthew's Table, to 73256. That's Matthew's Table to 73256. It's because of you this ministry is possible. If you like what you've heard, click the subscribe button and share it with your friends. You never know what God can do through your one act of obedience. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. God bless.